Welcome to The 618 Now, a production of the Chamber of Commerce and the O'Fallon Weekly, where we give you a snapshot of what's happening right now in O'Fallon and Shiloh. Today is Friday, May 13th, and Jessica... We're celebrating a big podcasting milestone today. We sure are. The podcast has been downloaded over 10,000 times. We thought we would celebrate by sharing some podcast statistics, and then maybe let's do a little throwback. Let's think about what our community looked like 10,000 downloads ago. Okay. So let's start with some stats. To this day, Nick, only 44 people have ever listened to episode one. Well, to give you perspective, last week's episode, it's been downloaded almost 200 times, and it's only been out a week. Our first month, we had 96 downloads, and we were proud of those. We were. We worked hard for those 96 downloads. Well, last month was our biggest month ever with 1,100 downloads. And we thought it would be fun to look back at what things looked like 10,000 downloads ago. All right, let's go. Back then, we covered Ravella, which is the assisted living and memory care facility on Seven Hills Road. They had just started moving dirt when we recorded episode one. And now they're scheduled to open in just a few weeks. (gasps) I know, right? We also covered the Rehabilitation Hospital in Shiloh, and they're now open. And 10,000 downloads ago, we proudly reported that the O'Fallon Police Department had raised a record $15,000 for Special Olympics and their Polar Plunge. And here we are 10,000 downloads later, and we're happy to report that this year they raised a new record. It was over $43,000. Wow. They were the number one public safety fundraising team in the state for the 2022 Polar Plunge. And then in the last 10,000 downloads, over 118 new homes have been built in the city, and over $88 million of new development has occurred. So we weren't the only ones that were busy, right? No, not at all. Also, fun fact, 10,000 downloads ago, gas was two sixty nine a gallon. Boo! Stop that. I'm poking the bear on this one, I know. Just a little bit. <laughs> I was enjoying the flashbacks until you mentioned that. Sorry, bud. Um, you know, I don't think we've ever shared the history of how the podcast came to be, though. I think you're right. Um, So let's dive into that a little bit. In late October 2019, Nick, you, me, and then our friend Justin Ward, he is a fantastic community member. And a chamber ambassador. He is. And he's also really, really funny. We got together to brainstorm about starting a chamber podcast. And when I think back, I'm pretty sure it was Justin's idea. He thought we could interview maybe some interesting community people, some residents, business owners. Um, I remember his vision being more like, yeah, we could just sit around and chit chat and then we'll record it. Yeah, just to be really conversational and casual. Yeah. You know, like the complete opposite of you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, man. Um, honestly, we weren't really sure at the time what the focus would be. But we do you remember we did talk about it being an hour long. Can you yeah. imagine that now? Dear God, no. <laughs> Um, But then COVID hit, everything paused, and once we started up the discussion again, the vision for the podcast changed entirely. Um, We realized that maybe people didn't have the same appetite for hour-long episodes. They're just not commuting and traveling like they used to, which is when a lot of people enjoy podcasting. Yeah, but we also realized with how often social media changes its algorithm, it's difficult to keep up with what's happening. Um, even if you follow a social media page, you don't always see their content or events or announcements. Yep. And because of that, it's pretty easy to miss what's happening. So as with many things during COVID, we pivoted and instead landed on this format, a 10-minute weekly podcast where we figure out what's going on and package it up in these little quick episodes. 
And the idea is that people will listen to them maybe while they're getting ready for work in the morning, dropping the kids off at school, just running errands. It's, it's that long, so you can get in your car, get where you need to go, and be done. And here we are. Some of the most frequent comments we receive are, at the end of each episode, why is Nick always the one who has to get going? Why is it never Jessica? Yeah, why is it never Jessica? I mean, I'm a busy guy. I don't know. I mean... Well, that's a good point. I'm not busy, so... I didn't say that. I'm just saying I'm a busy guy. You know, I don't don't know what your schedule (laughs) consists of. But that ending has been the same ending since episode one. It's sort of like our classic, like, you know, the episode's done when that conversation happens. When Nick has to get going. Exactly. A more recent theme that we've heard from listeners is regarding the weather. When there's an event on the weekend, you know we usually preview the weather. But if there's not an event this immediate weekend, we don't normally mention that. And people do not like it when we skip over the weather. You know, and I don't know if it's just one of those things that conversationally I've just never picked up on. But I didn't realize we talked about the weather as much as we do until this comment came in. I, I'm the same. And when we don't like, mention I it. I no idea. People. Yeah. Well, if there's going to be an event in the in the next day or two, I, I like to give people a heads up. Like, hey, it's going to be really nice. You should, you know, come out for the event because of the event. But, dude, it's a way to get outside. Yeah, but I, did, I didn't take that as a weather report. But I guess it's really important. Someone has actually called me a weatherman. It's really nice to know. <laughs> I so. had no idea either. <laughs> okay. Well, here's to 10,000 more. Indeed. And now that we've celebrated, let's get back to what people care about. What's going on in the community? Nick, next week is National EMS Week, where we honor the contributions of those who work on the medical front line. Something listeners may not know is that O'Fallon Shiloh, we maintain our own ambulance service. And last year, our medical first responders answered over 5,000 calls for service, which is the highest total to date. And even that was up 16% over 2020, which you know, that was a big COVID year. Yeah, yeah. And medical first responders clearly have a lot of medical training and specialized training, but it's also very physically taxing work for them to do. That's true. But recent advances in equipment have helped to lessen some of that physical burden. Many ambulances now are outfitted with the hydraulic lifts so that the stretchers can more easily be loaded and unloaded without, Mm -hmm. you know, some of the staff. Um, And then just last week, our department deployed a new automatic external device called Lucas to replace hands-on CPR in some cases. Hmm. Um, It's actually pretty neat. Lucas can quickly be deployed, and it delivers perfectly timed, uninterrupted chest compressions. And obviously, as a medical device, Lucas doesn't suffer from fatigue the way human responders can. And then the other thing this does is this frees up the technicians. They'll be able to do other vital tasks like push medications or provide oxygen to the sickest patients while the machine does the compressions. That's awesome. So this new life-saving equipment is now in use with the O'Fallon Shiloh EMS. Yep. Happy EMS week. Here's a device that'll help you save more lives while reducing stress on your own body. That's that's great. Absolutely. And big shout out to emergency medical staff. Hope you guys enjoy this coming week and get every good thing that is due to you. Let's also mention that the EMS Open House is next week. It's on Thursday, May 19th from 5 until 8 p.m. in the parking lot at the Public Safety Building there on Seven Hills Road across the street from the YMCA. They'll have the Lucas machine we can see along with vehicle tours, demonstrations, and more. And it's always a good time. So, Jess, aside from the EMS you know, Open House, what else is on the calendar? Tomorrow, Saturday, May 14th, is a big day in the downtown district, so let's go over the weather first. Uh, It looks like it might rain a little bit at the beginning, but that should clear out, and it's going to be a beautiful day. 
And that's important because it is the first Vine Street Market of the season. All right. And there really is something for everyone. It kicks off with free yoga with Moonbird Yoga starting at 8 a.m. That will be at the corner of First and Vine Street and the grass near the market. Then the market itself kicks off at 9 a.m. and runs until noon. New to the market this year is an activity tent called the Vine. So every market of the season, there will be art demonstrations, community outreach, knife sharpening, cooking demonstrations. It'll be a really interactive um, tent for people to visit. Neat. And then also new this year is the Pop Club. Now, Nick, I know you guys covered this in this week's um, O'Fallon Weekly. In this week's paper, yep. This is just for kids, and it stands for the Power of Produce, and it's a free program that's aimed at teaching children about fruits and vegetables, local food systems, and healthy food prep. There'll be an activity each week, and once the Pop Kids complete the activity, they'll receive a $2 Pop Club token that then they can go use to buy fruits and vegetables at any of the participating market vendors. Very cool. Plus, there are so many more vendors this year, um, and the market's going to extend all the way down First Street, back behind the depot building there. Um, They'll have lots of food trucks and live music. It's going to be great. Also on Saturday is Founders Day in the downtown district. There are activities planned all day. 168 years ago, almost to the day, a parcel auction was held very near the current O'Fallon station. Um, The town lots auctioned helped create our current downtown O'Fallon, and in honor of that, they're recreating the auction and selling O'Fallon experiences, and the proceeds from that will benefit the O'Fallon Historical Society. The auction starts at 10 a.m., and we will link to that in the show notes. Very cool. There are quite a few more events coming up in the next week or two, but we'll have to cover those next week because we're already running out of time. Well, on that note, I've got to get going. Well, you know what, Nick? I've got to get going, too. Well, it's always been a pleasure. Thanks, Nick. This podcast is a production of the O'Fallon Shiloh Chamber of Commerce. We're a nonprofit with over 600 members, and together we welcome, unite, and promote business. Remember, you can't buy happiness, but you can buy local, and that's sort of the same thing.